Like I used to mess with this girl just because it gave me the visual of her like jumping into her bed, like supermaning into her bed so that (laughs) she doesn't put her feet anywhere near under the bed. Love it. That's where the monsters are, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Alec, I appreciate our intro. That's going to (laughs) be our cold open. Just got it. I love it. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict Podcast. We fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Heiner. Better red than dead. Alec Burgess. Let's get it. And today we have a very special guest host talking about this movie with us, Dusty the Punk. How you doing, Dusty? What's up? Doing well. Man, thanks for joining us. Tell us what you do, man. I know you talked about it in our spoiler free, but tell us again for those that are just listeners and they're here for the deep dive. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I uh, stream obscure games and crack jokes and come to every in that field. And I also do random posts on both my TikTok and Instagram. Sweet, man. I've been checking out your stuff and I know Matt's in at least. And of course, you know Alec very well. So, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed your content, dude. A lot of Thank fun. You. So, he has ferrets. He does have Just ferrets. for that alone. The ferrets get like the second most clout. I can imagine. What's the, what's the what's the top? Like what what gets the most content? The top was my uh, gas mask costume during Halloween. Mm. That got the most attention. I'd I don't think else. I went that far. I'm gonna have to look that up in just yeah. a little bit because I want yeah. to see that. Yeah, I went that far. It's pretty good. cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, we're excited to have you on. And uh, as everybody knows, down in our show notes, we'll keep some links for all Dusty the Punks social media stuff for Twitch, all that stuff. So go down there, click those links, check his stuff out. Tell him we sent you. We appreciate it. So, man, let's try, let's dive in. So, as always, we appreciate everyone help growing our podcast. Hit that subscribe button, follow button. Go check out our website, whatsourverdict.com. You can listen to all of our episodes there. Sign up for the newsletter. Get content and updates. Pick up some sweet, sweet merch. I'm working on getting uh, Alex stickers built. So, Woo! yeah, so he's uh, he's got to get his content, out, his merch out there. So, He'll just have some more stickers he got to post everywhere. That is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> I'm buy out all of them. Nobody else gets a sticker. Except That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The question we always ask is if you ever find yourself wondering if you should spend the time, money, or both on a movie. Tell me that question each week. We put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we are reviewing Morbius. It was released April 1st, 2022. It's written by Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. It was directed by Daniel Espinoza. stars Jared Leto, Audrey Arjona, Matt Smith, Tyrese Gibson, Al Madrigal, and Jared Harris. Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. If you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, go check out a spoiler-free review on YouTube. You can also pause now, go watch the movie, come back, pick up where you left off, because we are going to spoil the shit out of this thing at this point. Mm -hmm. So... Let's talk Morbius. And I just had this moment that I didn't realize as I was reading and going through this intro. It was released on April Fool's, and it should have been a giant April Fool's joke. The joke was just, yeah, the joke was on all of us. No shit. Went thought. No shit. Man, fuck Sony and Fox for that matter, because as everyone that's listened to this podcast knows, in my opinion, they have yet to make a good Marvel movie, either of those companies. Thank God Fox has no say in it anymore, but... Sony just keeps, and it's not like Marvel hasn't shown them what to do like three times now. They've told you and shown you the pattern and you still dick it up, man. Bad. Well, what bugged me was they had all that promotional material that like linked it to 
Tobey Maguire or the MCU or, you know, another Spider-Man. And then they went and cut every single piece of that material out of them. They even cut out some of the Venom references even, which is yeah. even weirder. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's supposed to be the same universe. Yeah. Oh, well, here's was, the worst part. The director came out recently and said he had no idea why that poster was, that mural was in the credit, the, the trailer. trailer. Yeah. He's like, we never... <laughs> film that that was never part of the background so someone had to go let's make this trailer seem like it's going to be connected in a big way and we'll put that in and that cgi was the bestest movies ever had yeah, props to that director though who was it uh espinoza uh, daniel espinoza, daniel espinoza. He, he really tried but like yeah. it's from the same script writers who wrote gods of egypt and the, the last witch hunter yeah so that's the kind of talent oh, yeah that oh. we're dealing with with this movie yeah <laughs> Man, yeah, we get dusty. Dusty. Talent's being like, generous. <laughs> so bad we we right into this movie. I wanted to ask though, when this movie started, do all bad things happen in Costa Rica with animals? Because I saw that immediately thought of Jurassic Park. I was like, so did I. You're like, it had to be Costa Rica. Like this country just gets shammed for like housing the the worst creatures on this earth. It just wasn't this was an even natural with the vampire bats. They don't train animals like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Kidding me? Yeah, like the bloody, like bloodless thing that was sitting on that ledge. I'm like, that's uh, not what they do. They're like, well, how did that yeah. thing even get there? Well, for instance, <laughs> they, they sink your teeth into it and flew it down there. I'm like, no way. Like, yeah, and not it looked like a cow. How they edited it just to get that PG-13 rating is oh. such a joke. Yeah. It would have actually been better if they actually went, went with the R rating. Mm-hmm. Well, and I fully believe, and I've said from the beginning, that these like anti-hero slash villain movie let go of being PG-13. I get why you do it, but there's not a 13-year-old on the planet that isn't going to sneak into that movie anyway. So just take yeah. your money and get it and make the movie worth watching. God, it drives yeah. me crazy. The R rating worked for Deadpool and it worked for Logan. Yeah. And those are the yeah. best Foxes made. Why is Sony afraid of R ratings? I don't know. But the it problem is, make sense. in this movie, if it was R rated, we would have had more close up CGI, which would have been <laughs> even worse. Uh, probably you would have ended up hurting. <laughs> I didn't, we would have gotten closer to Matt Smith's. What's the character? Milo. Milo. Uh, his face Milo. in the movie his, as he sucks his, someone's blood out. And I would have yeah, felt like I asked. never would have come out of his recessed cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Just, well, even how they like made like the crime scene pictures black and white to, to try to hide the fact that they were bloody. Yeah. It's like they wanted to make an R rated movie, but mm-hmm. they changed their mind yeah, like that's the last such month. That's a good point. Edited. I was like, black and white photos? Like, like what is this? Who does that now? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I think this it's more expensive. Yeah, well, I think it's more expensive to develop black and white film than it is color at this point. It like, is. It's, it's like, it really is. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, and I'm like laughing at Madsen's recessed cheek. That drove me the craziest. I'm like, what the hell? Because he's a vampire, like his cheekbones completely changed. Like, what the shit is that? Like, why is I it don't know, indented? The, the and, concept artist there that like, was like, this looks good. This isn't going to bother people. Like, can't they just look normal? They like, they don't have to be a bat. Yeah. Like the Morbius face looked okay just because they were trying to go with what was close to the comics. Matt Smith one didn't make any sense with how they morphed it to look that way. No. I would be really interested to see what the original cut was like because wasn't this supposed to come out in like 2020, but they had to keep postponing it. So they got like an extra year and a half. And yeah, they, they, they like dumpster fire. Yeah, they uh, pushed it back because of COVID. Yeah. 
which that happened to a lot of movies. And then when the Spider-Man movie came out, they had mm-hmm. to work around that. Like the mid credit to the scene isn't, you can tell they actually reshot stuff for that because it felt like it was two different conversations going on at the exact same time. Yeah. Well, and it was pushed. This is the one that, so a lot of movies, like you said, Dusty, a lot of these movies got pushed because of COVID. This one got pushed six times. Yeah. It's the most. You think they could have fixed it then. No shit. Well, in the last one, it made no sense. Or other they than trying to fix it and they ended up making it worse. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's probably that. God, it was so. Yeah, every time, are we happened. saying every time it got pushed, Milo's cheeks probably got more <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, no, further, do it more. Go do it more. He's like, okay, this doesn't look good. Fix this. Okay, no, this doesn't look good. Fix this. Okay, maybe people just fix this. Ah, just. I yeah, will, I will say, it. having seen this movie in the previews for the Doctor Strange movie, I'm a little worried that I'm not going to like the Doctor Strange villain face because there are some similarities there. And I just, I don't know, I'm already worried about the face because I hate Milo's and I feel like I'm going to hate his. <laughs> Milo's face? I mean, but at least Look, it's with zombie. Him, like, faces, it usually does yeah. turn out. Do you think if he drank water that, like, if, you know, when you drink a lot of water and your cheeks like, puff out, like would, it, like, would it puff his cheeks out? Because maybe he just needed to walk around. I, I guess vampire yours are constantly dehydrated now. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you just need more blood. So maybe when he drinks blood, they didn't show us that scene. That would have been R-rated, where his cheeks would have been puffed out with blood. <laughs> like blood-filled chipmunk, chipmunk cheeks. There's another thing, too. This was like the funniest thing to me, and I don't know why, but like every time they brought up the, the blood, they obviously called artificial blood artificial blood. But when they talk about real blood, they just called it the, the red. red. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. That's inconsistent. If you're going to do the, the, the colors, just do the red and the blue. Yeah. You don't have to, or just call it artificial blood and real blood. It's yeah. not a hard word thing. Yeah. So stupid. I might pull that in my personal life though. When I do cut myself, which does happen often, kind of clumsy. I'm gonna be like, man, I kept showing the red. Confuse <laughs> the hell out of my wife. She's like, what? I mean, She's like, you're already editor, red. I mean, the editors like refused to show it. So yeah, it's they, just... they, they really did. It's better to be red than dead, but they didn't certainly feel that way. It's yeah. more better to be black and white. Except on she... Jared Harris. When he swipes Jared Harris at the end in the stomach, they show a ton of blood. I'm like, oh, there's their quota. They saved up an entire vampire movie for one but it's scene also of like blood. so dark in that yeah. you just see it looks wet <laughs> instead of like true. actual blood. True. Well, that it's like he's got a gut wound with like a bunch of claws and he's sitting there and there's like no blood on the floor. It's just yeah, on his it's, shirt. It's just it's just on the shirt. Like it's like he spilled his wine on his shirt yeah. or something. <laughs> no kidding. Oh man. I will say that to me, and I mentioned this in the spoiler free, the only saving grace to this movie at all is especially the scenes like when they're not being vampires. Like when you just take the living vampire out of it and it's just these two actors that were friends as kids and whether it's good, they're arguing, whatever it is, Jared Leto and Matt Smith really, to me, showed their talent and the ability to act in some of those scenes. And I was like, well, I'm just watching a different movie here right now. And even there was the one scene where all three of them were in the same scene with Jared Leto, Jared Harris, and Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. And I was like, those are three phenomenal. And I'm with you, Alec. I'm not a huge Jared Leto fan because he's usually just so over the top all the time. He usually likes to draw attention to the performance instead of just playing the character. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. in this, there were some moments where he was just being a guy. And I really enjoyed just this character and those three having a scene. I was like, oh, this is some good acting. It's too bad it's in the middle of this movie. 
because (laughs) this is terrible. But I would love to see those three in a movie where they're just acting and they're just playing Mm -hmm. a scene. Like, I think that could be very interesting. So I was pretty saddened by that. Yeah. And there were two specific scenes in this movie that bothered me Mm -hmm. so much because there's the, there was the bullies, the beginning, which felt almost unnaturally mean spirited. Like they're laughing at this letter, which has nothing funny actually in it. Yeah. There's laughing at it. And then they start beating up this cripple kid. Yeah. I was like, no one <laughs> look, I don't care where you're from. If any kid is that bad, they wouldn't be in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the bar scene where Matt Smith is just hamming it up and flirting with this girl. Yeah. And just this random guy decides to start a fight with this guy. And then you, you see, I think he doesn't even walk out with the girl. That yeah. He was talking to, he was walking out with his buddies. And I was like, what was the point of even starting the bar fight then? Yeah. So I had Milo could thought. kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we needed it a reason. Got to have a reason to be Milo pissed. be, you know, a villain. And he can jump down from the top of a skyscraper and he's totally fine. Like what, what are the limits of these powers? That's there's, it almost shows like no limits because yeah. the last 10 minutes of the movie, there's this BS power that comes out and we have no idea where it came from. Yeah. Was it that scene that ripped off Batman begins? <laughs> Is it, it, was that? The yeah, that's kind of what it was. <laughs> It made me think of that. Well, and yeah. as slow as the damn bat radar, what did he call that? Like, I was like, dude, you're a scientist and you just called that like bat radar. Yeah, bat <laughs> echo radars. I'm like, it's not, that's not what that's called. But like, as slow as that went out, like they tried to use it as like when he and Matt Smith are fighting, when Mylar are fighting and he uses it and then he dodges the punch. I'm like, dude, as slow as that ripple goes out, he'd hit you three times before you knew it was coming. Like, what yeah. the hell? Also, that those effects were so bad. You, you can even tell who was throwing a punch in that in yeah. any fight scene. <laughs> just looked like confetti mess. And then seriously, they stole from every DC movie because now he just flies on wind currents. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was bad enough when Wonder Woman did it. Now I got to watch freaking Jared Leto do it. Come on. And then, and then that whole plot with the girl, like the forced in romance. Oh, that was yeah. that was bad. And then that whole part of him drinking her blood, it's like, you, you, you sold that from Blade, didn't you? Yeah, no shit. No shit. Well, and here's the worst oh, part. I like, so about that. Martine, like that whole, like they've completely shat on the comics for that too. Like, because yeah. Martine Bancroft was his girlfriend. Like, but she, like in the comics, there's two different kinds of vampires. It's kind of like a cheap knockoff of Blade in a way. Because I he's, mean, they're both Marvel, so they actually were connected. Yeah, so he's the living vampire, so he's not a true vampire, but she wants to become what they call a true vampire, so she becomes one, and then he and Spider-Man take her out because she goes a little ape shit. But it's, it was a weird Man. choice. Is, is that what they're going to lean into if they do a Morbius 2, God forbid, is that she's a true vampire? Like At this point, it's very unlikely that they'll do it. I didn't hear this film did very well in the box office. Oh, so. no. Well, here's the crazy part. So it's got like 70% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't great, but it's better than a lot of Marvel movies, especially the Sony and Fox garbage. But it's like 17 or 16% from critics, like the critics, yeah. because it's shit. I mean, it's... I mean, even when I went opening weekend, there was not a lot of people in theaters. Yeah. Well, I was by myself. I was 100% alone mm-hmm. in the theater, yeah, which is good, because again, I was yelling at the screen. Yeah, this movie just pissed me off because Morbius is a cool character. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like huge into the comics, but my wife is. Mm. And she actually decided to, to skip this after she heard everything because she she was not 
in the mood to have a bad day. Yeah. yeah. So she didn't see this movie. I ended up going with a friend of mine instead. Mm. Yeah. It was like us and like two other people, like one person still with their kids. I think they left halfway through. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I actually got up, went to the bathroom, came back <laughs> and knew exactly what happened. Yeah. You didn't miss anything. I didn't miss a thing. Nah. There was nothing. Thing. The only Alex said the, the best part of this movie, this movie wasn't too long. Can you imagine if it was like the trend of movies these days where instead of like an hour and 45, they were like two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and 30 minutes. You're like, Oh my mm-hmm. God. Like, yeah. No, no. this movie it, being short was a mercy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, the weird thing here, Tyrese Gibson's acting was pretty bad in this movie. I mean, it's and pretty bad most of the time, but yeah, it was like the 12 like, minutes he's on screen. It was horrid. Yeah, like other people can see him at least enjoying himself, like in the Fast and Furious films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, his presence is as fun there. Here, wet towel the entire time. Sure. <laughs> well, I didn't it's even why see the other d- d- detection. There wasn't even like a point, lines. like a big, I mean, maybe JJ about to say this, but there was a really big point for their police investigation. It no. just seemed like it they like threw no it in. Like it didn't provide any sort of resolution. We yeah. didn't need it. Nope. And then they people were like still accusing Morbius, even though there was footage of yeah Milo still being the vampire that's eating people. Like why? Why would you even like consider that when? Well, don't you set up like some sort of surveillance or something? Like these guys just go and do whatever the hell they wanted to go and do. And like the one dude broke out of prison. I mean, fuck. Like yeah, nothing. And I realize he's gonna get away because he's a vampire, but. Jeez, I mean, do something besides just no show up at a crime scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one had footage of the actual prisons and cell. No one had, like, <laughs> that's fair. Like, even footage of the hospital and what happened in there. Cause you could tell, even when the thing happened, when the nurse got drank, it wasn't Morbius. Yeah. That scene freaked me out. Like, who has lights like that? Yeah. What the hell? I was. <laughs> Like, it's the worst idea to have lights yeah. that turn off as soon as you're out of the square. Yeah. When I first moved to Phoenix, I worked in a hospital as a cleaner. And no, the lights don't work like that in any hospital. Those pretty much are always on. Maybe it's a special lab, but horror movies of the future, take a chapter out of that scene because, yes, that definitely can create some suspense there for yeah. sure. Yeah, that is like oh, my yeah. nightmare. Like when I go to bed, I turn all the lights on going to my room and then I go back and I walk backwards, turning them off. I don't turn my, I don't turn my back on a dark room. I would last exactly two seconds in that hospital. This nurse took way too long to start running. Like, dude, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gone. Mm -mm. (laughs) See, I'm not running in the dark because I'll run into some shit and then I'm going to be pissed and like, Yeah. (laughs) Alec, all I can see now is you like walking backwards, turning lights yeah, off. No. Like, <laughs> like legit. Do you like jump into bed? Like I knew a girl when yeah. I was, do you really? I love that. So I, there was stuff under the bed. Are you kidding me? Yeah. There was a girl I used to work with in Ohio that like, I used to make fun of her so bad. Cause like, like I love used it. to mess with this girl just because it gave me the visual of her like jumping into her bed, like supermaning into her bed so that <laughs> she doesn't put her feet anywhere near under the bed. Love it. That's where the monsters are, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alec, I appreciate our intro. That's going to be <laughs> our cold open. Just got it. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, uh, but there was just, it felt like at the end, I felt like they were like taking out some stuff that could have helped and put in some stuff that obviously didn't help. Yeah. 
I get that they are that film studios are now trying to bring out these lesser known comic characters because there's a lot of money in comic book books nowadays. Mm-hmm. This is not the way to do it. Venom was successful mostly because people know Venom from the Spider Man comics and the movies and the cartoon and all that. Morbius was such a niche character. It would have been hard to really introduce and sell him, even if they were able to team him up. Yeah. And I think they would have been better because they tried to follow, and especially the Sony comic book model, like the more outlandish, crazy, and I'm, I've got Michael Bay on the mind because we're doing a review later of him, of like just this crazy action-y mm-hmm. shit. Morbius is more of a character and a comic book storyline that you need to like ground in reality. It needs to be dark. It needs to be more of a slow moving. Uh And when the action is there, it's more of like a vampire movie. It's dark. It's horror style ish in a lot of ways where this just being out in the open flying around and you just got confetti flying all around you. Like it just, they set themselves up for failure because it's just not believable. It just seems like a cartoon and that's not what we're looking for. This just needed to be closer to a horror film. Yeah. Because again, the comics do have separate genres as well, including having horror comics. Mm-hmm. So, and Morbius was closer to that, which was different from Marvel at the time. Yeah, agreed. And would have actually worked if they actually went with that more horror focus and actually made a vampire movie. Yeah. And I'm also just annoyed because they're pushing this Sinister Six thing. And I'm like, look, I love what they've done. And I've talked about this. Like, I love Tom Hall and Spider-Man. And I love that whole thing. But like, Sony's now scrambling because they've gotten this whole, and it just, let's talk about Uh these post-credit scenes because they're such a big, to be honest, they're the part that everybody's been looking forward to because, you know, you see Vulture at the end of these trailers and you think, oh, they're tying it directly to that. It's got the worst fucking tie-in that you can tell that they did after the No Way Home movie. They're like, oh, let's throw in this weird rift in the sky. And how does it work in reverse? If everybody else went home when he switched that spell, why the why did fuck is Tomb still stuck in this other universe? Oh, wait, why that's right, because they want to make a Sinister Sticks movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst custody battle ever. Oh, fuck. Well, and if oh. Sony was smart, just sell the shit back. Make millions, mm-hmm. because Marvel would buy it. Disney would buy Spider-Man, the rights back, oh, yeah. and they yeah, would buy they, it they for an for sure. inordinate amount of money. Like, you could mm-hmm. charge whatever, and they would buy it to get those characters back. And if Sony wanted to, it's obvious Sony can't make a fucking good movie without Marvel being involved at all. We have three of them now that prove that plus four others. Technically, if you don't count some of the ones that everybody loves, the original trilogy. Also like Disney bought 21st century Fox to get X-Men back. Yeah. What makes you think they wouldn't try that with Sony in the next 10 years? Yeah. If I'm Sony, I'm serious. I'm selling the Spider-Man rights and I'm charging out the ass because Disney will pay for it. And then we can actually get some good Spider-Verse movies because Spider-Man's not even, and I've said this before, he's not even my favorite comic character, but his villain gallery is some of the best out there. It's definitely the best considering Marvel's other villains. So I know what Sony's trying to do, trying to bring out these villains and like these anti-hero style characters out to kind of get them more well-known but they're, they're not doing a good job with it. No. It's funny because to me, Adrian Toomes, Michael Keaton's vulture is the best of the Spider-Man villains so far. And that and Kingpin, which hasn't even been involved in a Spider-Man pro because he can't be at this point. They're not going to let him have that one. But I'm like, those two villains are huge Spider-Man and he's done 
phenomenal with it. And now mm-hmm. he's in this poor, ugly, makes me want to cry universe that I'm like, please, God, don't ruin Michael Keaton's vulture. Yeah. I mean, this push for a Sinister Six movie is going to hurt it in the end badly. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, again, like, they've been wanting to make the damn film for God knows how long. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Well, and I don't even know. So you got Venom and you got, now you've got Morbius and you've got Vulture. But I mean, you're talking about there's Scorpion. They kind of introduced him in the Tom Holland movies. But how do you get him into that universe unless you're talking mm-hmm. about a variant from that universe? The the villains just aren't there in a way that makes sense, especially now that you're trying to tie it all into Tom Holland's universe. It's like, just let that yeah. shit go. And Dr. Octopus has already been cured. Treated. He's... Yeah. He's cured, so he wouldn't be in the Sinister Six. Yeah. And he went back to his universe, which was a totally separate thing. So, I mean, even Goblin, Green Goblin was cured at the end of that one, too. So you're going to have to have a different version of Osborn. And uh-huh. I'm just like, God, stop it. Just stop, because you've painted yourself in a corner now. And you don't make good movies when you weren't painted in a corner. So let's just no, give it to like the people X-Men that did. The days of future oh, past when they just rewrote everything. I'm like, man, whatever. Why did I have this money? Yeah, and because of that, we got Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. Dude, we have some uh, Fox's X-Men movies. I'd like to gouge my eyes out. I hate all of them. There was never, there was one, the second one was manageable. But they'd already shit on Rogue because they couldn't actually give her because the way she gets her powers in the comics, they can't do because they didn't own the rights to Captain Marvel. So, or Ms. Marvel. So how do you, you can't, mm, fuck. Ugh, I hate Fox. I hate Sony when it comes to comics. <laughs> Fucking burn it all to the goddamn Tell ground. That's how you really feel, JJ. <laughs> yeah, drives you crazy. Man, no. I hate it. Well, and they, and this is neither here nor there, I guess, but side note, to me, Sony's missing out and they're starting to do it in the TV side, but they have some of the best like video games. And I, I know oh, that's yeah. part of what we're talking about. I mean, look, Uncharted was whatever, but they have some of the best video game franchises that they exclusively own the rights to. What the fuck are you doing messing around with Marvel? Like get in your video games, dude. And I'm looking forward to the TV show, the last of us. Like I I hope they don't fuck that up because that's a Sony product. Like and uncharted was manageable because it was interesting and it was fun. I, we reviewed that, go back and check that one out if you haven't listened to it. But I think they they're missing out on that by trying to be this Marvel thing and they just got to let it go. I think they'd, they'd be better off if they just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Or at least let them make a, another good Spider-Man game. And, and I think, you know, if you're going to make more Spider-Man movies, that's great. If as long as you include Marvel, but you just got to let go of your own universe. I think you made millions, billions of dollars on this most recent Spider-Man trilogy. So don't make your own. Just leave it alone. Yeah. If you're going mean, to do this, team up with Marvel. They'll let you do it because it helps expand their universe. I mean, Universal would learn that lesson soon after trying to make the dark universe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that's something Sony needs to consider. Yeah. All right. Well, should we rate this flaming turd? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So for Dusty the Punk and those who may be tuning in for the first time, we rate all of our movies on a zero to five scale. Zero being the big pile of hot garbage. Worst movie ever made. Five being an absolute gem of a movie listing at perfection. And then anywhere in between. So, Mattson, let's have you kick us off for Morbius. What do you rate this and why? Yeah, this is going to be, we've talked too much around and about (laughs) this movie. Let's just make this quick. Just like the one good thing about this movie. Oh, man. I'm going to give it a one. It's 
I mean, we've seen things that are far, far worse than this for our audience, as you well know, but a couple good acting performances in scenes. It was short, but beyond that, the world building to the CGI, to the just trying to explain who these characters are, to the superpowers, to man, all of it just was kind of just low rung, horrible and I think the only fun you could have with this is watching this movie with your friends and, and roasting it. Basically what we've done for the past, I don't know, 45 plus minutes. (laughs) It's a one, if you never want to see it like Dusty the Punk's wife, so you don't tarnish the reputation of what Morbius is in your head. I probably wouldn't watch it either. It's fair. And here's, here's how bad this movie is. We've only been recording for 35 minutes, even though it feels like 45 oh, or longer. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, wow. that's the first for us. Usually we're like, shit, we've been recording for an hour. What, what the hell? Now we're oh, like, this has felt so long. Fuck, yeah. I've been ready to be done for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I know. Well, there was a moment where I was I like, mean, to be fair, that's kind of how the movie feels. Yeah. That's, I, I was looking over and I looked over and I was like, oh shit, we've only been recording for 20 minutes. Cause in my head, I'm like, God, should we rate this? Oh fuck. We got to keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) They can't have a 20 minute episode on Morbius. What the hell? I'll go next. Madsen, I'm with you. I'm giving it a one. I've been back and forth. I think there's so many movies that we've seen that are worse, even just this year, but it's still bad. And it's a mess. It's convoluted. There's no real consistency at all in the story or what these characters are or why they're, I mean, their motivations are so lame across the board. I mean, even down to, Martine Bancroft, like, why the hell does she continue to follow this dumbass around? Like, mm. nothing good has come from this woman's career being attached to Michael Morbius. So it's just a mess. Sony, give it up. Just call Kevin Feige. Let him make all your Sony, your Marvel movies from here on out. And at best, they're the worst of the Marvel group instead of just hot garbage. Um, so yeah, one for me, I won't watch this movie. In fact, this would be a movie that five years from now we'll be doing a podcast and I'll be like, well, yeah, they made a Morbius movie. I forgot about that shit. So, <laughs> all right, Dusty the Punk, give us your rating zero to five. You can go on the half. So I forgot you, if you want to give like all a right. one and a half, you can do that. I guess I would go one and a half. Cause I was laughing the entire time I was watching this movie. Cause like, yeah, it's bad, but at least I was still entertained by it. Fair. So yeah, one and a half. I would kind of put it in the same category as films like Deep Blue Sea and Batman and Robin, where you get the right people, enough drinks and food, and you can watch it and just laugh the entire time. I like it. That's a good assessment. All right, Alec, bring us home on the Morbius shit show. Happy to, JJ. And <laughs> unfortunately, I'm going to bring the rating up on this thing, even though I think I took the biggest dump on it during the spoiler <laughs> free. I am ashamed, but I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> um, what? But talking about it, and JJ, you brought up some good points that the Jared Leto, Matt Smith, kind of when they're not, you know, sunken cheek vampires, <laughs> do have some good conversations and some great acting. Jared Harris, mm. I, I love Jared Harris. Mm-hmm. He is awesome. I think he needs to be in more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a two. I will not be watching it again unless it's just, you know, it's on. I'd sit there and watch it, but I spend most of the time on my phone. So yeah. don't listen to Alec, guys. <laughs> some good actors and they were, it's, it's literally probably three minutes worth of the movie all spliced Yeah, together. but they poke fun at the notebook, so... That's I mean, fair. That was a funny moment. If you moment. quote the notebook, I'm going to turn then around and slowly shuffle the opposite direction. That is... That was we can, we can get Dusty the Punk to do some little... He could pull it up on TikTok and, and do some little laughing, and then you've seen it. Done. 
Save yourself some time. Be a hero. <laughs> Be a hero. <laughs> oh, shit. I will say that, like, to Alex's point, Jared Harris was a big selling point for me in this movie, and they completely underutilized the man. Like, he should have yeah, been in this movie geez. way more, because Jared Harris is one of my favorite actors, period. He should have been Milo. Yeah, all. Oh. That would have been fantastic. He probably saw how bad this movie was and said, nope, I need minimal yeah. amount of scenes. Cut me out of this, I'm you out. bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there it is. You could probably skip Morbius and life would be just fine. Dusty the Punk, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been great having you on. Give us your plugs, man. Where can people find you? Tell, them, tell everybody what to see. I'm on Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursdays playing Obscure Games, currently doing uh, Paradise Killer. Planning on playing that until I actually solve the murder. Nice. And then I'm also on TikTok at Dusty the Punk 90, just posting some random fun stuff. If you want like goofy shit or animals or even just just some like minor concert footage, I do occasionally post those when I do go to concerts. And on Instagram with kind of the same thing, just pictures instead of videos. Sweet. And you guys, those of the listening in our show notes, you can find links to Dusty the Punk's, all his stuff, the socials, his videos, his Twitch. We'll make sure that that's out there. Go check him out. Give him some love. Tell him we sent us. We sent you. Yeah. We appreciate it again, man. Dusty, having you on. Loved having your insights on the movie. Appreciate it. We'll have to have you on again. Good insights. And not afraid to talk and give you a call. Yeah. I mean, you jumped right in, my friend. It was impressive. I'm yeah. gonna, Thank you. I'm, giving, I'm clapping for him. Yeah. A lot of people get intimidated. We put them on a podcast. They're like, they do. Uh, what do I say? No, I love it, dude. You're all over it. <laughs> this isn't my first podcast, so it's nice to be here. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Great job, man. Love it. Wait, Matson, tell them where they can find us. Oh, man. If after this just depressing of a movie, <laughs> if you're looking to find better movies or worse movies, we are Defender of the Common Folk. Some might call us heroes. Uh, you can check us out at whatsiverdict.com to see what has been done and what is upcoming. Check us out on uh, Instagram and Facebook, most especially What's Our Verdict, just for what we posted on there. And then YouTube for our spoiler freeze. We are trying to do right by you all. We're hoping for some better movies. Man, there's some stuff upcoming in the future like Top Gun and the new um, Doctor Strange movie and things like that that I really just hope work out. And I'll say, don't go see the preview I saw for Firestarter. I have no desire to see that movie. It's too bad we're reviewing. I hope we're it. not reviewing that. <laughs> we are. Reviewing we are reviewing it. it. No. We're, we're doing that one. No. With, remember, we're doing a. We're getting back into our arbitration series oh, where we compare two movies. So we're doing no. the original Firestarter and the new one. The good news oh, is, is Firestarter's no. coming out. It's a streaming immediately too. You don't have to go to the theater to see it. Okay, now. good. You don't have to waste twenty your AMC the, slots. The things we do for you, I'm people. You. <laughs> All right. With that, next week. Join us for our review of Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinemagic out. <laughs>